And now, your feature presentation. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cult Classic Podcast. Cameron Jones here, along with my co-host... Mark Nussel. Jordan Jones. We're going to give you something a little newer for us. Uh, also an animated film. We're going to give you... The for the public. Two- newer for the public. We're doing it for the people. Relatively right? new. We're going to give you the 2019 film, Klaus. When spoiled postmaster Jesper finally pushes his father too far... He is assigned to the remote village of Smirensburg, where he must deliver 600 letters to keep his inheritance and be allowed to return home. When he arrives, he finds a violent town engaged in a brutal and long-standing feud. With the odds stacked against him, he devises a scheme to deliver presents to the town children with the help of a brooding woodsman named Klaus. Witness a new origin story of the beloved holiday traditions and characters in Klaus. Directed by Sergio Pablos and Carlos Martinez Lopez. Starring Jason Schwartzman, J.K. Simmons, Rashida Jones, Will Sasso, Nita Margaret Laba, Sergio Pablos, Norm MacDonald, and Joan Cusack. It's a good new Christmas movie. Klaus. Uh, cast and crew. Um, all right. Uh, this is directed by... It's a Netflix original, right? Or mm-hmm. it went yes. straight to Netflix... Netflix yep. it, produced it or however it that did works. get a theatrical release. Well, that we'll it? talk about later, okay. but it was, it was brief just for Got it. awards. So this is a uh, co-directed by Sergio Pablos and Carlos Martinez Lopez. And these guys are both really, um, kind of integrated in the character design animation world. Okay. Um, you'll recognize Sergio Pablos's work from, uh, he did character design on Tarzan Specifically, Tantor, uh, Hercules, animator for Hades, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Frollo. Um, Rio did a lot of character design on that, so he just is sort not of just a, a Disney man. He's been all over the yeah, animation he's sort world. Of all over the yeah. Uh, I will just say though, you can kind of see in the character design the angles, the sharp chins and flat. You know the noses. It looks very you know the Hercules. Noses, yes. It looks very Tarzan. It's, ver- it's it, very, he's got yeah, a distinct Hercules-y. look. Yeah, those sharp chins. No, that's. That's for sure. Um, and then Carlos Martinez Lopez also, uh, he co-directed this and was kind of integrated in the um, visual design, visual effects world. Did Planet 51. Did you guys ever see that? It, uh, yeah, no. I came to the theater when I worked there, but I don't remember it. Oh, it yeah, 2009, be... that long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're the alien, right? We're, we land on Mars? That's the deal? Something like that. Planet yeah, it looks I like remember. it from the, um, from the cover. I like it. Art. I like it conceptually. Uh, music by Alfonso G. Aguilar. He composed Santiago of the Seas. There's a, just you go through all this list and it's all like uh, Spanish influenced. It looks like on to the cast. Uh, Jason Schwartzman plays Jesper. Jesper. Uh, from Jesper. us, you would know him from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Go back and see that uh, episode. Uh, Rushmore, Moonrise Kingdom. I mean, he's done a lot with... Uh, he's a Wes Anderson yeah. guy. Mr. Fo- uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox is another uh, vocal work he did. Um, Have we, we haven't done a Wes Anderson movie yet, right? I don't think so. Mm, I don't believe so. I don't think so. Hmm. We probably will someday, maybe. I don't know. J.K. Simmons plays Klaus. 
uh, got his notoriety kind of more recently with Whiplash. I mean, Spider-Man. I feel like he exploded by Maguire. Whiplash for sure. Yeah. I've seen that movie like five times. That It's so good. I love that movie. It's a good movie. Spider-Man. Tense. He's the uh, He's like the, whatever, editor. Jameson. Chief. Uh, Rashida, jo- Rashida Jones plays Alva. Uh, Parks and Rec, obviously. You know, did anyone watch her uh, Tribeca, something Tribeca show? She had like a standalone oh, show no. for a second. I watched it a little bit of it. It was essentially like um, uh, a spoof, like Hot Shots, Airplane, the Naked Gun series, but an entire TV show of it. Yeah, I don't it think was funny, carry. but it's it's a lot. It's a lot, you know? I get it. I think it was produced by Steve Carell and his wife. Oh. And I know that because they were in it a decent amount. Would have been better as like a movie, you think? Just as like a one-off? Well, of course, yeah. yeah. This is my argument why movies are in sometimes, you know, a better example. All the it's jokes tight. are funny. It's like, yeah, it's just a lot, you know what I mean? Yeah, especially if it's like airplane where it's like one after another and then to do it yeah. for 10 episodes or whatever it is. For yeah. the- and that's exactly what I was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, funny enough, though. Will Sasso plays Mr. Ellingbow. Uh, he was in the Three Stooges remake, Happy yeah. Gilmore. He's one of the moving guys, isn't he? Best yeah, in show. I think he's- Did we do best in show? I don't believe so. We've just done Guffman from that world, right? Oh, and and Spinal, Spinal Tap. Tap. Guffman's Spinal Tap. He pops up in a million things, though. He's been on a lot of TV. Did you know this about Will Sasso? Some 41 uh, still waiting music video producer. Oh, yep. you'll see him Stunning. in there. <laughs> He's like, we're going to need you to be the sums. Everything's popular now. The kills. The whatever. Oh, yeah, right. The whatever. Right. The, That's the man- uh, manager at the beginning. And he was a um, what's not SNL? What, what's the other show? Mad TV. Mad TV. He was a Mad TV guy, right? That's probably where yeah. he started. Got start. Nita Margaret. It's crazy. Lava? Nobody watched Sorry. Mad TV, but so many talented people came from there. It's just nobody watched the show. And when I say nobody, I mean me. me. <laughs> probably you two, and nobody else. Nita Margaret Lava plays Margu. Can't say a nor for much. Uh, she was an actual indigenous girl that they got that didn't speak oh, English, actually. So they actually had someone trans, they just sent someone out to get all of her voice work with nice. like a translator. Uh, the actor plays uh, Pumpkin and Lo- Olaf, the two big uh, broods from each rival family. So, fun little voice cameo from the director there. Norm MacDonald plays Mogans. You, of course, know him from SNL. Uh, his comedian's last favorite comedian. This was actually his last movie, his last project. His, well, his last full motion picture. I thought it had to be close, right? Mm-hmm. It's the last nineteen. Yeah, that makes sense. R.I.P. Uh, Joan Cusack plays Mrs. Crumb. Go back and see our School of Rock episode. Uh, voice in Toy Story. Um, what else we got here? Shameless. Shameless in and out. If you want to go back to a '90s movie, um, yeah, she's got. I'm surprised she's not in more uh, like vocal works. Just she's got. She's got such a unique sort of. Uh, but I almost, and I was gonna to maybe too distinct. You're like you, I think you mean distinct? annoying. <laughs> I mean, I think we all that's mean annoying. Opinion. But a little uh, it jumps off. You know, <clears throat> I'm like when I was watching it. Either that's a Joan Cusack, or we're going for a Joan Cusack type right now because <laughs> right. it's really popping off the screen. Um, and then there's just um, a slew of other kids' voices and extras and Ellingbow girls and boys. So yeah, we don't that, need that's to go the, that's that. the main that's the main cast and crew right there. Uh, with that, should we move it on to unverified? Unverified. Welcome to the cold classic movie phone. 
It's December 8th, 2019, and currently in theaters you could have seen Our Friend with Dakota Johnson, Casey Affleck, and Jason Segel. This is going to be interesting because I don't know if we do... We don't really do anything past 2019, no, really, no, right? Some of these so are we're going to hear a lot of... It's going to get to streaming options. Movies. Outside of this one, right. our yeah, most recent is definitely Knives Out, right? But yeah. that's when people still were seeing movies in the theater. True. Yep. And and probably John Wick. Those are our most recent ones, mm-hmm. I would assume. Yeah. Richard Jewell, that movie about the security guard that finds the pipe bomb. I saw it. 96 Olympics. It's good. I like that guy. Weird movie. You know, why, why do we need oh, it? We yeah. don't. to see it. Didn't get yeah, to we, it. Yeah, we saw it. In theaters? No. Dark. On an airplane? Sure. Yes. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Bombing. It's tough. Dark Waters with Mark Ruffalo, Anne Hathaway, and Tim Robbins. Didn't see Don't that remember one. that one. Don't. Not ringing a bell. Grand Isle with Nicolas Cage. Not Do you know what you're going to find, though? Turns out Nicolas Cage has made a bunch of movies since the whole tax evasion thing. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he owes money, yeah. right? He's made so many okay. movies. Yeah. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood with Tom Hanks. Did s- Oh, no, I saw the documentary. I, I didn't, didn't get around to this one. Frozen 2 with Idina Menzel and Kristen Bell. Yeah, I saw. That Is Tom one. Hanks in the in the Disney one, the Walt the Walt one too, or who am I thinking of in that one? Yep, the Saving, Saving Mr. Mr. Banks. Banks. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's him. He yeah. plays a very uh, Tom Hanks style of Walt Disney. <laughs> Real Tom Hanks. I can imagine with a mustache. The Courier with Gary Oldman, Olga Kurylenko. It's an action movie. <sighs> sure. The Charlie's Angels reboot with Kristen Stewart, Naomi Scott, and Ella Blinska. Hmm. Missed that didn't, one didn't as well. Didn't even know that happened. The Good Liar with Helen Mirren and Ian McKellen. Had a chance. Didn't see it. I thought I was going to recognize a lot more of these. Well, not too many. There were a few more, but, uh, but that's where I ended. And here's the crux yeah. of it. The movie theaters disappeared, unfortunately. True. Yeah, they did, didn't they? The movie, but you the chose movie going experience. Klaus. And when you say you chose it, on streaming yeah i one one i might as well just go to that quick yeah they had problems shopping it around initially and netflix is the one that picked it up but in order to get uh oscar nominations they had a short two-week release in just uh select theaters so there you you probably didn't see it in theaters unless you're you saying like in order sorry in order to get oscar noms did they get oscar noms yeah they actually were yep. up for oscars oh, they did. I, nice. uh, mm-hmm. I have it written down probably somewhere. for animation i would imagine like yeah. in that area and i bet this will switch someday but who knows who knows to be considered for an oscar i think you need to have a two-week theatrical run mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be wide release i'm sure it just has to be limited and sure, sure in so many theaters yep. and for that reason this is i think the first one i don't have a box office for this i just have the budget for you would you like to take a guess? Uh, I'm going to stay out because I had just skimmed by it a second ago. I'm going to be right. way off here. 120 mil. 40, 40 million. 40 million. Whoa. Which is pretty cheap for an animated film. Yeah, but if you think about it, the cast is pretty deep. And, you know, it's a feature-length film. But, yeah, 40 million. Don't have a box office return. I'm sure the numbers are out there. I just don't have them. If you're listening at home, let us know. Uh, if you want a little more information on the Oscar thing, it was one of 10 films from Netflix's 2019 slate that was given a theatrical run for it specifically to qualify for the Oscars. It played for a week in select theaters before going straight to streaming. Uh, it proved su- successful. It joined, uh, here are the other ones, The Marriage Story, The Irishman. Yep. The, t- the Irishman is the one I was going to guess. The Two Popes, American Factory, the Edge of Democracy, 
Jordan, you had all those. And, uh, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna list those. The last one, I lost my body, is actually an animated film Nicole and I've been meaning to get to. It looks really pretty. Looks arty. Looks cool. I've seen Marriage Story, <laughs> The Irishman, and this. I've actually seen none of them. The Irishman was too long for me to want to start, Whew. and Marriage Story was too sad for me to want to start. <laughs> That's acting, baby. Yeah, I know. That's theater. We all saw that argument clip from um, Adam Driver and uh, and um, shoot Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, we all saw that on Twitter. We didn't need to. We didn't need to see any more than that. I watched that movie twice. I think just because yeah. it was on. Yeah. But you guys got to remember, nothing was coming out in 2020. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> anything relatively new. I was watching it. Oh, Cameron, I think you mentioned this. Either before or, or off um, mm-hmm. off air, but uh, director Sergio Pablos wanted to do a traditionally a traditionally animated feature film, but he wanted to see how the animation would have evolved um, without the switch to CGI. Uh, so he used CGI lighting techniques with hand drawn animation to create sort of a unique animation style. And it is story. unique. Really like this to pop. Yeah. If you look at some Netflix so. specials right now, in fact, a series I'm watching with Nicole kind of looks like this the same thing. I feel like they have adopted it to other animation projects since then for their own look but it's cool i like it but it must be the lighting that kind of adds sort of that element of of 3d yeah 3d when it's not yeah it's cool though i like it uh we talked about this in casting uh but uh nita marguerite laba who plays the sami girl Margot, did not speak any english and sergio pablo traveled all the way to norway where she lived and did her whole recording session through translation and mimicry um, we talked about just some short ones um, in development for nearly 10 years. Norm MacDonald's final feature film. Um, J.K. Simmons uh, once worked as a mall Santa as he was pursuing his actor career, acting career outside of, uh, outside of his academia. academia. Uh, we talked about this, but the reason it didn't go straight to uh, theaters is because it was perceived too risky by various film studios. And it was uh, wasn't until Netflix acquired it in 2017, but they couldn't get a buyer. I think I the problem why. with this is um, because they know it's going to Netflix. They don't spend any marketing on it. Did you know this movie came did, out? No, none of us did. Not until it popped up on stuff last year, and someone recommended yeah. it. I think Chris. Uh, you'll find this a lot with comedic actors, but Jason. Not that he's necessarily a comedian, but Jason Schwartzman ab libbed. Uh, up to 40% of his dialogue from the final script. but And I think that added a lot to this movie, which I want to get into discussions. That's a pro for it, and it reminds you of some movies that I'll bring up. Who did that? That was, J- that was uh, uh, Jesper? Yep. yep. Uh, I got that a fact sense. for you. It wasn't until I started doing research on this, I realized his name was Jesper and not Jasper, being just said weird. And I'll get ahead of this now. Each character says Sorry for calling him Jasper sure. the entire time. <laughs> I apologize, because... Didn't know that until just now. <laughs> I wonder how this translates uh, into sales because, like, just being in the music industry, like, like a Taylor Swift album who, who gets like billions of plays from Spotify will get like whatever three thousand dollars because they totally bone you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix reported that the film is viewed by nearly thirty, uh, let's read it, thirty million in its first month on the platform. I just wonder how that translates with, with streams. I don't like think it probably. I don't. I don't crazy. think it does. Though. Probably it not does. lucrative. I think it's just you. It's a purchase up front. I don't think you get any. Yeah. P- which is insane. Any pay for play. So that's that's what that's what you always hear about. Uh, comedians complain about. They put out this special. They get uh-huh. a flat rate, and they ask Netflix how their special's doing, and Netflix doesn't tell them anything or give them any metrics. So 
I suppose the only thing you can do is be like, I nowadays, I was in the top 10 on Netflix's to watch for however many weeks, right? But I guess like before, you, you sold it to whoever you sold it to, so I don't think that's changed in there. It's just they don't know how it's being viewed. But if it's in the top 10 of Netflix like for a month or week, I assume that's millions and millions and millions and millions. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, not necessarily if you sell it off right. I think it's more so of like buying power on your net. No, no, project. no, no. I don't mean, I don't think the upfront, unless you're like, you know, Chris Rock mm-hmm. or Jerry Seinfeld or Dave Chappelle, I don't think you're getting millions of dollars. I'm saying the views alone pay for themselves and ticket oh, sales your next special or something. So that's, it's just the exposure. Uh, I got a reindeer. Yeah, yeah, it, it, good. It, sorry, no, it, it just launched them to like another level where they can, yeah. now they can tour and they can do whatever. Yep. Sorry, can we go up? Got a reindeer fact for you. You want to hear a reindeer fact? I love reindeer facts as of yes. late. Uh, when yep. the movie yep. was first in storyboards, the reindeer were drawn uh, eating berries, but through research, the mm-hmm. team realized the berries are actually poisonous to reindeer. So it was That's changed right. to range, reindeer eating clumps of moss. That's what reindeer eat. Clumps of moss. It's more accurate. It's like dogs eating grapes on uh, on film. Can't do Just it. found that out a couple of years Can't ago. Can't do it. So what can dogs eat? It seems like I hear more and more what they can. Yeah, it turns out TV lied to us. Not anything off your plate. Just kibbles and bits? What, what What's that made kibble, of? A little kibble, yeah. a little bit. Fish, chicken. A little bit, yeah. a little bit of kibble, yeah. a little bit of bit. Protein. Yeah. After the crash, the sleigh, uh, after they crash the sleigh, you can br- briefly see an A113, uh, A113 on the crate that falls off the back. This is a reference to the classroom used by the graphic design and character animation students at the California Institute of, uh, of Arts and is an Easter egg commonly featured in Pixar movies. Yeah, I love I love a I love little, an yeah, Easter egg. Easter we're eggs. in on it, you know. I like though back in the day they were all like, yeah, do you see sex in the in this, you know, does that <laughs> does she sex in the sky? Like, should, should yeah. take off your clothes and add the Yeah. Aladdin? We've yeah. all looked and we've never seen sex in the sky, but we've all heard take off your clothes and we've seen the priest boner. <laughs> we're talking well, you, know you know what we're, we're talking, talking about. The boner is so You know prevalent. what we're talking about. That's blatant. That's blatant. It's a small boner. Last thing I have is the, the fictional town of Schmierensburg. I like to add a little bit of SH to my Schmierensburg. Sure. That's uh, fine. It's based on Schmierenberg. Just the same Schmierenberg, an actual town existing in Norway. It used to be a prosperous whaling post during the 17th century. Hence the big whale skeleton hanging from it. Anytime I hear a Berg, I'm like Nuremberg, and it's Germany. just bad in Germany. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Nothing good. What? <laughs> we weren't all there? No, nothing bad. Nothing good? Nothing bad? <laughs> nothing good, you know? Hateful town, that Schmierenberg. Well, they were. That's it true. definitely seems like... We went a little bit further in their history. It's not all origin stories of Santa Claus, but you know, I mean, it's not good stuff. All right. Well, with that, should we move it on to questions? You know, he's a professional. Comments <laughs> and <laughs> animosities. QCA. Uh, just comment. Pretty recent Santa store, uh, Santa origin story. We're still coming out with him. That's nice. I'm glad. This is one of the newer movies we've done on the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, in the last like five years for sure. But on top of that, this is one of the newer Christmas movies that we'll probably talk about for a while. And I like one that people are still making Christmas movies and that we have the chance to like add on, you know, new ones to our classics. Because I would think and agree or disagree, most of the ones we watch are very old. And anything new, I would consider in the last like fifteen years. You know what I mean? I mean, the Santa like, Claus is, was the the most new. Yeah, Elf, Santa yeah, Claus, are Elf, kind of the Elf's newest. turning twenty years old this year. 
So to to have new pokes at it, I like it. I'll, I'll, wanna... I'll watch this next year and the years to come. No? Yeah, and I'll agree. Jordan, yeah, it's in the mix now. Maybe you push it on me, but Arthur Christmas, it's up there with that with me now. It's a good one. Is yeah, it... but even Arthur Christmas is probably 10 years old. You know what I mean? <laughs> True. Cameron, I get, I get your point, though, that um, it's not just that Santa exists. It's sort of this story about how these presents are delivered and how, it, like, uh, you know, the story sort of in, what do you call that, the operation or, uh, no, uh, operator, how, like, stories just pass down from even cultures to culture. Oh, telephone. 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 You know operator. what, though? I think this is all propaganda by a big postal service because the postal <laughs> service in this movie is prominent and... Are they connected to the military in some way that I don't know about? Sure, well, I did like jot this down. I love tycoons. I love them. It's like, what do you do? It's like, I own the postal service. <laughs> this is the type of shit that happens in, like, uh, dictatorships. <laughs> I love it. What's tycoon. your family in? It's like, oh, the postal service. And what do you guys do? This is when they're at their rich places. It's like, oh, you know, we deal in, I don't know. I guess there's no, there's no family I'd rather be in less than, like, the postal family. Seems be in the real army. Seems like if your dad was a general, if if he's that serious for a postal postal general, I mean, up until Jasper slash Jesper's dad put down, you know, his foot, seemed pretty chill. Seemed like a good seemed life, right? Not too bad for Jesper Jasper. Emperor's new groove vibes from it. Okay, I did any. I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wrote down too. Almost copied the exact like lexicon of of that of the big brooding character and then the aloof jason schwartzman mm-hmm. it is very much i recognize it right away if you're wondering if that trickled down to my recasting you're just gonna have to wait and see <laughs> um it had very uh, uh that, that. uh yeah. uh dorado or whatever the hell that one was called just you know kind of your secondary it had those two two feels to me and i think you guys alluded to is this a like a movie it's not right no but would you like to see it now? I know. I know you guys went on about oh the um, animation. We style. like the animation, the style. How would you feel if it was stop motion? I I kind of think I would enjoy it more. I think I would too. But here's why I prefer it how it is: is that it does remind me of those older sort of early two thousands, even like Hercules back back then with the with the two D. It feels older than it is, right? A little bit. Yeah, it gives a nod to like what we grew up on, and I agree that that's cool. But the only reason I bring up the stop motion is it may give me a little bit more holiday feel. Like your old classic special, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Yeah, but yeah, I could see it either that's way. That's a good point. I, I don't know. I like the new thing they created, kind of. And I think with the, the, the lighting effect, it kind of gives a little bit of that, anima- that, that 3D stop motion effect to it. So, I don't yeah. know. I feel like it's a good marriage between the worlds. Agreed. Also, it makes me, like, you know happy that 2d animators you know exist and they get jobs true i mean it's like few few and far between for sure storyboarding yeah lots of storyboard artists out there so why is uh jesper's dad why even trust jesper with with this with this job in schmierensburg well from what the guard says it sounds like he doesn't it just sounds like he's just giving him a reality call scared scared straight sure scared straight yeah so i don't think he 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 didn't expect him to succeed whatsoever i think just wanted to you know i'm punish i'm punishing you to an awful place yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and whether you succeed or fail you'll come back home changed (laughs) True. (laughs) (laughs) whether that be good or bad 
uh, I think I mean, we've gotten our answer from this from Unverified, but where is this magical, beautiful place? They don't exactly say. They kind of show the map, and now we know that Smearsburg is based on something, and we do have the Sami people, but the beginning postal service, beautiful. When they clean Smearsburg up, it's beautiful. Norway. Yeah, before it seemed like a war-torn land that they didn't need a postman. They needed some sort of like vigilante or like maybe just police. Mark, I think a maybe, lot of that was fog and smog. Maybe just a keeper of the peace. As soon as that cleared up, the town looked beautiful. Yeah, it was the smog, wasn't it? Yeah, once well, he cleared and, and that I guess up, I don't know how he did that. But the weapons, I guess, also in the in the buildings are yeah, that that was a big part of it. So this was my first time watching it, and I didn't exactly know what to expect. So mm-hmm. I didn't even. I assumed. Klaus, the the woodsman, would be our main character the whole time. So even the origin story of Jasper and the whole plot of the movie surprised me. I'm going to catch it early. It's Jesper. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to catch it early. Jesper, sorry. sorry, I actually agree with you, though. The first time I watched it, because it was highly recommended to me by somebody last year, and I was like, where's the Santa in this? I was so confused about the start. Jasper the friendly post. Yeah, <laughs> mm, take it. Yeah, that's a good. I, I, I like that. Let me Sorry. see if I can come up with one. I cannot. I cannot. Schmierensburg uh, doesn't have currency, do they? They're not honoring yeah, any well, sort she, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The teacher do. was saving some She's sort of doubloons. Oh, doubloons. Remember, she had her in she, the fish mouth. She had her little savings. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Penny. I'm 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 telling you what, this is just so I don't forget about it because I don't know if we'll get back to the teaching. Mm-hmm. Those kids are geniuses. They learned right within a week. Well, we don't know how long do we know it was a week? Within a, a year. month. Within I don't know month. how long it was, but it seemed like within a week they went from teach us, please. During their hungry for knowledge. Hungry, hungry for, for knowledge for some sort of gefilte fish or whatever she's filleting not super appropriate that she's just filleting some sort of rancid fish in, in front of the uh, the class no but i think those nordic uh, cultures are kind of more into your rotting fishes so it's not maybe not too oh, far yeah. off yeah but, but back to that question kind of on the money though i feel what what time period are we dealing with exactly i was a little confused by that it seems like we're a little more we're somewhere between 1846 and 1903 it's a very late santa origin story that's kind of what i wanted to bring up though it seems like it should be a little earlier maybe i don't know there's no time or place and to your point though to your question i i was checking off oh here's our elves oh here's how we get the sleigh so i what's it schmierensburg is behind the the eight ball a little bit i mean germany's doing santa claus and tannenbaum they're they already have all these things going on but yeah but you know where there's going to be a mixing in the that van diagram it's going to be around 1937 (laughs) 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 they're going to equal they're going to get to the same point if you ask me (laughs) um no, uh, I, it's the North Pole, right? We're just we're led to believe that it's the North Pole, even I though it's not so. directly the North Pole. Yeah, it's up there. We're we're high north, yeah. Uh, which on Jordan's other point here, I do want I do want to bring up. I do like just like the dark kind of adult humor. That girl with the carrot. The first time she started stabbing that in the snowman, it got me to laugh that hysterically fun, yeah. just because I didn't see it coming out of this Christmas movie. I well, that's what surprised a few me. Times at that same sort of recurring, joke. and like, like the people like carrying the body in the carpet, just the shh as she goes into the darkness. <laughs> I, honestly, this is my first viewing, and I didn't know it was um, Jason Schwartzman as the Jesper character. Right? I didn't know it was J.K. Simmons. I didn't know it was any of these people. So much like. Um, um, Emperor's New Groove, there's a lot of under the breath, very funny humor that is, yeah, you know, adult like. But I think that's what made the movie more enjoyable. 
on top of the Christmas origin story. I agree. With the voices, though, like you, if you listen, obviously Joan Cusack is, is an obvious one. Stay if you listen closely, you get the Rashida Jones, you get the Jason mm-hmm. Schwartzman. But they, they put either some little effect on, on Klaus's voice where I didn't get a lot of J.K. Simmons and I didn't get a lot of uh, Will Sasso either. Um, I didn't get any Sasso. No, really, honestly, apart from, apart from J- Jason Schwartzman you got and Norm Joan McDonald, Cusack though. and obviously Norm MacDonald, yeah. yeah. I couldn't really tell who any of the other voices were until I looked it yeah. up. I like that Norm Macdonald. It's just Norm Macdonald. Yeah, yeah. It, we'll, it, we'll add, it added to the it. character. Sure, it added to the character actually quite a bit for me. Uh, so Jasper, the friendly post, he's trying to deliver as many letters as he can, right? Six hundred. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? When that the the map folds over and he sees that there's one last place, um, why? Just keep delivering in town. I don't think the woodsman needs yeah, to receive it, it, any sort of. Mail. It's, sort of it's desperation, but yeah, I mean, Norm Macdonald by that, that point was had he already. At that point, turning good though. No, no, this was no, the, no, no, This no, is no. the start of the scheme. I mean, and at oh. that point, Norm Macdonald had already hoodwinked him before. So when he's like, "Go up there, check out the woodsmen," like seems like it's an obvious setup. So I mean, I, I got a question. It doesn't make could, sense. Could he, couldn't he just lie? What What are we reporting here? And like, what are we? Yeah, the, how the are we making Schmierensberger seem shitty enough that they're not going to report back to anyone? Well, here's no. also my question because it almost—it kind of almost seemed like we were counting the letters that Norm Macdonald was taking by boat off land, but they're all sending mm. letters to each other in town. Yeah, it's all internal, Klaus, So like, there wouldn't be. Uh, I mean, I guess he's sending the money to the post. Like he's sending that forward. I guess. So be just by the fact, yeah. So there must be some type of monetary transaction. Don't forget your penny. Is, remember, don't forget your penny. They're, penny. they're all That's coming they're, from. They're pennies. all coming from the children, right? There's no adult communique for quite some time. That's no. why I said the currency thing. It just seems like a lot of pennies and fish heads. <laughs> fish heads are the currency. Yeah. Um, what's uh what's that awful fish the worst can come felt to fish it's like ludafish ludafish whatever it's yeah, yeah. that's it or herring. that's what they're <laughs> yeah <laughs> ludafish is gelatinous though those guys are eating a lot of gelatinous fish you know the woodsman kind of reminds me of um this is klaus himself mm-hmm. the main guy the klaus yeah the klaus Santa. Uh, um klaus. the salt slinger in home alone he doesn't He's got a nice heart. He doesn't have to be so cre- He doesn't have to be so mean, especially when he's not trying to come across. Mark, so his mean. heart's broken. That's heart's broken. broken. Yeah, unbo- yeah, but also, salt I, I would say for a backwoodsman, you know, without seven brothers, he's doing pretty good for himself with all that isolation. Yeah, yeah, he has a pretty nice property. How he's is not, he that big? He's not too crazy, too violent. He started that big. We see it. We saw in the flashback. And what do his shits look like? <laughs> Whatever you know. I mean, that's a big boy. Whatever digested lutefisk looks like in reindeer. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. That's what it should look like. Probably bears. Yeah, whatever. Reindeer whatever's out there. With a diet full of moss, not berries. Moss. 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 So we talked about his father was sending him to change him one way or another. But I'm going to argue. Hey, did you kind of? Quick question. Yeah. Do you kind of like the dad? I was in on him. I thought he was fair-minded and an okay guy. Kind of funny, too. Yeah, even heartwarming at the end. Where he's like, I have to do... It's yeah. for his own good. I'm not being a dick. It's heartwarming. That's all I said. We don't have a recasting, but I am pretty sure the descendants of him is the guy in Titanic that pushes the captain to drive his boat so fast. <laughs> we must go faster. We must, yeah. we well, must go faster. I was going to say, I think... His, That's somewhere down the well, line. It was going to be a question. Do you think his dad's just like actually sending him to die? Because that cabin no. is open to the elements. You can't survive in that no i assume the dad's getting communication he already has a new family when jasper gets back and he's like oh <laughs> he's fuck. got a new jasper. 
I no, think in these you... animations, the bigger the chin, the bigger the nose, the sterner the man. It seems. Yeah, he's a yeah. stern man. I, I actually think the dad's a little warm in there. He's doing what he thinks is right. He's not setting him to die because uh, I think that the, st- the Norm MacDonald character is probably keeping tabs on him. You think? Yeah, he gave him like a barrel whiskey or something. He's like, you tell me about my son's <laughs> doings. You know, whatever the tycoons do. I think he's just tracking the uh, the in the, the invoices coming in from Smeardsburg. He could be that cold hearted, but uh, he really comes around towards the end, and I quite enjoy it. Just another kind of adult scene. I like I like the uh, child exploitation scene with like the drug dealing <laughs> montage, where he's like opening his coat and going around. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My favorite part is the child exploitation part. It's just a funny montage no, of like selling drugs in a kids movie. Well, I wonder what the theatrical release um, rating was. Probably PG-13 or PG? Just probably PG. Yeah, PG. I think it's PG. Um, I have an animosity, and this is like some of the ways I feel about some Leica films. Mm-hmm. The townsfolk, the feuding sides, I really don't like the way they look. The bad people. I know we're not supposed to, but they still gross me out, and I don't enjoy it. Especially when we see that one really skeleton-looking guy's foot. Animosity. Don't well, you enjoy get, you get, it you get thins and you get you get bigs, don't you? <laughs> That's it. Tim, you get Tim Burton and skeletons their characters. and bigs. That's it. Yeah. Which I think I think this also gives us your cl- your claymation feel. They're very Tim Burton esque and very thin or like oddly mm-hmm. round and shouldn't be able to balance either way. There there were some like it, like um shit. Yeah, one of the main uh, bad bad guy like bad guys on crumb the and something bow. Yes, Allingbow maybe. Yep. That wasn't the dad. Either way, he looked like the mayor from um, Nightmare Before Christmas with a big, tall yeah. top hat. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I got that so, vibe. And uh, the Paranorman, lots of those characters. That's why it feels like a Leica film. They're all very similar, angular, skinny, skeletal designs. I got a bit but, of an animal. But, oh, but just one thing. Though, what do you think about Klaus? He looks, or sorry, Jesper uh, looks very different from a design point from everybody else in the film. Very round nose. Very soft features, nothing angular really about them. Do you? I like it, I guess. Yeah, I think they were but going it doesn't for mix that. It seems. I, th- I think I have a bit of an animosity. I feel like this postman, though maybe not as pure as heart, uh, he put in a lot of work also delivering presents. How does Jesper not get any sainthood out of this? Like Klaus he did all of Klaus's dirty work. Yeah, again, Klaus it wasn't seems. exactly like a warm, loving person until Jesper got him out well, of his maybe shell that's again. Why. Was was Jesper scared of Klaus, and that's why he sort of had he felt like he had to? Well, that's definitely how we got roped into it, but okay. into initially the yeah. delivering. I'm just saying, how is Jesper not getting sainthood out of this? He did a lot of the work. Granted, it was for devious reasons, but well, here's the answer, right? Mm-hmm. Because his wife wasn't dead and he didn't drag him into the afterworld. Okay. <laughs> I have lots of questions about that. So the origin story is Klaus <laughs> passes away, goes, crosses over, but becomes the actual Santa Claus? That's a question I have. Yes. That their tradition He's- just got picked up he, and then he does and Now it he does it everywhere. And prior to that. Yeah. When they're actually delivering and they. Um, no. Ex- I don't think he does it everywhere. I think. I think. Sorry. No. So okay, in the film, there's about a 12 year period after this before Klaus dies, Mm -hmm. right, and goes with his wife. Which I'll be honest, super sad, super touching. He's like, "I'm ready, honey." I'm like, "Oh, jeez, man." It was coming. I didn't know he was about to become Santa Claus. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, he hasn't taken care of that toe for probably 40 years <laughs> since his wife died. He's been too busy making presents ever yeah. since. Um, prior to Great that, though, they just had a pretty local outreach, right? Mm-hmm. Surrounding country or so at, at most. Mm-hmm. After that, he became Santa Claus. That's what we're led to believe. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm picking up from that. I'm okay. picking up that he's like, and I don't know how it happened that this spread so far. I think it's then that's that's sort of how then the parents do it at night and they leave out the cookies and the you know what I mean. That's how that's sort of how the, the rumor travels. But it became worldwide, right? Yes, I, I believe so. No, he's magical and he does it everywhere now. He became a saint. Now he's Santa. I don't believe that to be true. He says that at the end. I, like, w- now I, I could go either way. I saw that happen. I just the real question I have is: Is he? Dead? He gets to see his friend because, like the the magic of it all, happens every year. That's what I got. Like, I assumed he became Santa Claus, but I didn't know if he was a ghost or not. Yeah, it's not. I wouldn't say ghost, but he's just Santa. And he no, comes. I don't. That's what would not you what say he is then? Spirit? Because that's just a fancy way to say it's ghost. the spirit <laughs> of him that lives within everyone that now cre- the- like like. Uh, continues on this tradition, and I'm I'm in the fact that that's a ghost that's delivering presents. But, He's haunting people, and his wife's a lot not less likely to me. Would you guys have liked to seen a picture of Mrs. Claus just to see? We did in the flashback, do we not? No, I thought we just got a carving. It's like, hey, we're gonna make a family. Here's our carving pick area. Origin story aside, do you actually get Christmas feels from this movie? Yeah. Uh, towards the end, I do. Yeah, it doesn't I mean, start it's that way. End. It's and that's kind of a lot of these Christmas movies. No, it's slow just, build. It starts, that's true. It's got to end with the feels. I mean, the heavy hitters, your home loans, your Christmas vacations, start out at Christmas, whatever Christmas vibes, lights, presents, this and that. But like um, Gremlins, for instance. No, I'm, I'm not going. Gremlins starts with Christmas right away, and then <laughs> turns to hell. But I think at the end it does. But to start with, I don't get too much Christmas. And I think I. I think I had a miss. I set up a different expectations because I didn't know what the movie was about. That I thought we were going to get Christmas right away, and I watched it once, and then I rewatched it with my wife. I'm trying to use her name less, uh, even though I've used it a million times before. I watched it with her, and the second time around, watching it with her, I'm like, oh, I get it more this time with my expectations set correctly. Yeah, I would get that again because you don't exactly know where it's going from the beginning, first timer. Uh, just comment. Based off like his success initially with selling those presents and the amount of presents in Klaus's house, I think he could get that like 600 easy like in a month. Doesn't seem like that hard of a challenge when his scheme actually gets going. Jeez, I don't know. There's only probably like 30 people in the town. Then a month. I mean, it's multiple. I mean, the whole town turned around, so I imagine it was some longer period of time. Kids are learning. In my mind, I thought it was like yeah, a couple months. There's only 30 people in the town, right? That's true. But I'm, he should have done like yeah. sort of like a Frank Abagnale thing, sort of deliver, send mail to himself, kind of you know, a scheme, get, yeah, get the 600 out of the way, boom, get it out, and then what? He just I mean, goes that's home. That's essentially what the townspeople did for him to get him out of there. That's true. It did. It did. Was that considered a scam, or was he doing the right thing? Just any mail is good mail. Stamps are stamps. It was a scam, and he was using and the then children. He found love, but. It works, yeah. That totally works as mail. It was mail. They had the penny. They paid for postage. Initially, when just question you guys. Initially, when you were getting that like flashback when Klaus is starting to kind of explain his wife and his past, did we think there was going to be death coming instead of just uh, we couldn't have kids? I thought it was going to be like my family was slaughtered. 
Oh, uh, I didn't see either way. When she lived for a long time too, right? She just died. Yeah, it seems like they had a longish life together. Yeah. Do you think they knew how to have kids, or it was more just like <laughs> fertility problems? I would guess fertility problems, but okay, okay, that didn't come up in the in the, the last flashback. fifteen minutes. Were very emotional. Like that's where it kind of like they oh tied, yeah, sad. They tied things up, and it was. I, I thought it was it, it was sad, but then it was happy, and it was artsy, and it was uh, it was very it was a very good <laughs> ending. I thought. I really didn't know where it was going, so I'm like, oh bummer, Klaus is dead, and I guess uh, Jesper is going to be Santa. I, I just assumed the whole time Jasper was still going to be Santa. <laughs> I, I didn't give up on that until the the, the much controversial ending happened. When he yeah, got no, visited. apparently like, there's a ghost that delivers presents now every, to everywhere around I, the I, world. Yeah, yeah Santa. It's Santa Claus. He's a magical saint. Uh, I'll tell you what. Once again, the people are just going into my woodworking uh, dream right now. God, I want to carve something again. You don't got enough sadness, Cameron. No, or you tools. It does take mostly tools. It takes a certain amount of sadness, doesn't? To do it right. Yeah. yeah. yeah to do it right. <laughs> Pang, loss. That's what you need. There's I mean, you cedar. could whittle. Need a lot. Of, you need a lot of woods. <laughs> you got you, the woods. A problem too. Oh, I do have a real question. Um, we've got the the indigenous uh, little girl. We make the ship for her. Very awesome. Very cool. Best gift Did that they think- make. Yeah. Uh, yeah, How she's sharing sure. that fucking thing. She's going fast around that shit, man. Y- you just let Klaus's wife dead? <sighs> oh, yeah, she's dead. Right? She's she's the wind, right? She's the wind, right? Uh, for Klaus, for Klaus, <laughs> uh, and everywhere else. It's just like you know, lets her go where you need to go. Um, what I was saying is, though, I thought that the elves would just be a bunch of little kids like like her. I didn't assume we'd get adults in there. That's how that, does that's she understand English? Uh, she doesn't. She just knows there's presence, and I don't know how the teacher understands her language. I think, to be honest, I think the biggest question is how does she get to that village and back by herself? Because we saw Klaus and Jesper go, and it seemed like a treacherous trek, and she didn't have her sled yet. Who's watching that? Kid? Also, like with a really long boat ride. That's a good right? point. Yeah, it seemed like a very long journey, and she's there late at night. She's there early sometimes. I got those, no answers for her. I got more questions than answers with that whole group. Those Sammy folk, I tell you. Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. Nice people. Yeah. Builders. Mm-hmm. Woodworkers. Builders. Elves. They're elves, right? It seems that's what they become. Oh, did they get taken to the afterlife oh, I'm as not well? ready yet. I'm not oh, ready. No. <laughs> Just a quick breeze of Klaus's wife. You're all sucks coming up. with me. Yeah. It's like an Egyptian thing. All the workers just go with him. I'm ready. And we're taking them too. Those weren't <laughs> called workers, Cameron. Oh, Yeah. My people. Yeah, they were slaves. <laughs> this is more on the what sort of made me laugh throughout the film is this happens in a lot of these Pixar, DreamWorks, Disney films, but there's always like something in the background where it's like um, Jesper just being like drug around by like something, <laughs> but it's just happening in the background with like something going on in the foreground. That always is Pre- that always present delivering laugh. scene. I'm guessing one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like for the, sure like, reindeer scene. It, remind, it reminded me of like. Um, uh, cloudy with a chance of meatballs, just like the flintlock wood, and just, just like shit going on in the background. I don't know, <laughs> shit like that will always get me to laugh. I always take notes during the film that end up getting answers. Yeah, I have a lot as of the those. film goes mm-hmm. on. So like one of my animosities was like, well, like 40, 50 kids just aren't getting their toys now. As like like the presents were falling off the the sleigh as she was like tearing open the bag, and then we found out it was just it was fake toys or like Ooh, firewood I'm, that also was gonna. Someone's I'm gonna glad you brought firewood. up that plot point. Because Klaus and Ava 
really let that go pretty far. Pretty to far. To the point where we almost lost Jesper. Like, we'll g- give him a warning. Give him a nod. I know they were angry with him. <laughs> Klaus is sitting there just with his arms crossed, just ravining if he dies, down the mountain. Yeah. If he dies, he dies. Well, it's a good thing that those fell off the mountain, too, because they would have found out pretty quick when they were smashing the presents that, oh, this is a log. It's very heavy and hard, and I'm smashing it open. <laughs> You know what these uh, animated movies, Frozen, this, and a lot of other ones depict? Mm. Mountain people just don't care about being on the cliff. Nope. And drop <laughs> well, it. They don't care. They're like you're people way the too comfortable I mean, with you, it. You can't. Horses don't either that are carrying oh, these mountain They people. care, but they've got a job to do. They, got no, they don't know anything <laughs> better. You know? They're like, oh my God, we're going to die for sure. You know what this uh, film was missing for me? It was some sort of... Um, Ooh, a song? A little song? No, there was a song. There was an an original song. Oh, during the like happy times, like we're coming uh-huh, together. Happy app. time mm-hmm, song. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did write. I did actually jot this down as a note, and I'll get back to you. Did you notice this upbeat, like modern day song that just stood out like a sore thumb? Oh yes, Russia? it was when it was when I think it was when Jas. Uh, I keep saying Jasper now, you son of a bitch. Um, There's no but, right or wrong answers, but I but heard he it's like, Jasper. He like proved one of the town's kids wrong and like walked yeah. away, and he's like, they stay "Yeah, po-. it was like a hip hop like postman song that I had never heard in my life." Hmm. Yeah, it's like when we found out uh, he's always watching, and there's a naughty list. Yes, the naughty rap list. song right there, and it's like, "Hey, is this gonna keep happening?" It's that not. worked though, because you can just stick it in, and it, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it worked. It just came out of nowhere because there was no indication that we were about to go there, and then <laughs> and we went there, and then we did. No, my point though that w- uh, what was missing was like an animal, like in a lot of these, um, mm. in a lot of these animated movies, you have like a you have a reindeer, you have a snowman, you have a. It's magical, but it's not overly. Um, it's not overly a kitty movie, or like just whimsical as far as like not talking animals, but like personifi- no, it is a personification it's a and. <laughs> it's true, but it's not kid e. Does that make sense? Or I guess I'll, I'll specify this: it's not a Disney movie. No, I mean there's bodies. There's right? the carrot girl. I oh you know Mark where we kind of get them it's not a sidekick but where we get those more um, over the top childlike characters are those two giant the bigs oh the yeah bigs. that's true My. that's where you jump out and I got nothing but questions do they know they're the size of houses <laughs> like does everybody know that and we just accept it does anybody talk about it who the birthed time? those children well we know one of them did the mom and the other one but like <laughs> what's going on there right well we know one mom's no longer there so you know. Well, we know what happened to her. She got split into a million pieces. One, <laughs> I almost feel bad because it almost seemed like that one of the bigs. She's that's like that's her only option. Yeah, it's both of their <laughs> options. I'm glad they found each other. There's no way they could be with anybody else, right? Yeah. If anybody ended up with them, like you'd have to, you'd have to call into their 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 um, what do you call it? Uh, what, what's your motivating factors in this? Eh, whatever. Well, that's why Klaus... Motivation. Actually- What's your motivation behind this? Why would <laughs> you, just you go with those motivation. two? <laughs> Sorry. You know, I have similar questions with Hagrid's procreation as these people, you know. Same thing. <laughs> oh, Hagrid, I can answer here, and please fast forward if you're a kid. He obviously only goes with prostitutes, right? <laughs> You'd assume. Yeah. He's just a prostitute guy. He's in uh, Nocturne Alley getting, you know, his weird on. <laughs> uh, let us know some of your favorite parts of this movie, but we're going to move it on to recasting. Recasting. Uh, we're going to keep it pretty tight. Let's start with Mogan's in honor of Norm MacDonald. Uh, I kind of wanted to keep someone in SNL who had a similar vibe, maybe. I went Kevin Nealon. Okay. Yep. 
a distinct voice too. So there's a, there's an obvious one that I could pick, and I may I may say I may save it for Jordan if you, if I feel like you're you're gonna pick like a chalky one. I'm not saying you are, but there is a chalky one available. I didn't. Hey. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a chalk. I don't know if I have a chalky one for this, but uh, all mine are normally chalky. Is the, like the post deliverer, right? He he he. Yeah, he's the steamboat guy. Steamboat guy. I want. I, I want to do some of the uh, more dry pan delivery. Nate Bargatze. Ooh. And I don't know. It it's it's definitely different, but I want to hear Nate Bargatze do some of these lines, just sort so of deadpan. I'm kind of more aligned with you. I don't know who the chalky choice was, but I my, I think mine's um, another stand-up comedian. I went uh, Mark Norman because okay. I feel like there's a lot of similarities in delivery between the two. So, yes, Chuck. No, no, no. My, what I was thinking was like a Bill Murray. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't go like that route, yeah. Yeah, that, that would have been... Yeah, that would still work. Miss Crumb. Uh, I have two here. I'm just going to throw out wild card Allison Janney. Yeah. That'd work. Of course. 10 yep, Things I Hate About good. You, more respected things as of recent. I have another short-haired <laughs> blonde woman, Jane Lynch. Oh, I have her as my number two. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. works for me, um, too. Good. So I went for um, Kristen Schaal. Okay. I don't, I don't know how to say her last name, yeah. but she's from Bob's Burger. I just want a distinct voice person. That I can this, be. Actually, she. I didn't write her down, but I thought. I thought of it. I think I've just tried to recast her too many times. But she does have the distinct voice. Um, a little annoying, whether or not you agree or disagree. So that's kind of the route I went. Who's okay. Frenchie from Greece? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I don't know. No idea. No, I'll, yeah, I'll I think you could leave it at that. <laughs> Frenchie from Greece. Yeah. So I think all of them can do it, and they have distinct voices. But like the character's evil, and they have their voice because like Joe Cusack, like you know. True. Yep. You know, okay. So I didn't know how that one went, but I kind of like the variety of that one. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to her counterpart, Mr. Ellingbo. Um, I mean, I feel like a throwaway is just like Danny DeVito because that's kind of the character that's what archetype. I did. It's my chalky. It's my chalky pick of the week is Danny DeVito. I actually kind of like mine. Mm-hmm. I got Colin Quinn jumping off the screen, being a real hateful guy. I'll, I'll take it. All right, that's the reaction I like. Sorry, yeah, sure. I, I don't that's, recognize that's the name. Right. I'm just thinking of both him um, and Nate Bargatze. I'm just thinking of their strong accents in this in Smearinsburg. Yeah, go full accent though. I, it's Colin Quinn here. You know, like it, uh, he used to be on SNL. He's a stand-up comedian. He's redheaded. He does have a strong New York accent. True, yeah. but it's it's the tone of him which is hateful. Also, it has to be a little stupid. Yeah, that's a big part of that character. Yeah, I didn't have a good like stupid aloof then. Yeah, my background backup was just Seth Rogen. Someone with just a dumb voice. Sorry, Seth Rogen. Voice helps though here in this. uh, I mean, it's what it is. Kicking you up a notch. My character is a little less dumb. dumb, I'm a little more vindictive once I do Colin Quinn. True. Alva, the love interest. Uh, I did Jennifer Aniston. Just swung for the fences. Rashida Jones. Thinking. She's got a, it's not a unique voice, but you definitely could recognize her. A noticeable voice, I mm-hmm. guess. I didn't even really notice it as Rashida yeah. Jones. It's, in fact, it sounded like she was putting something on it, too, and getting into character, because it, I mean, it doesn't sound like A little bit more, yeah. I had a tough time, actually, outside of Joan Cusack and um, Norm MacDonald. I wasn't, I, I wasn't in tune with who was talking. I think you probably could do anybody in the SNL world with, the, with this one. I did mm-hmm. Amy Poehler. 
Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Fine with that. Because it, it's so wide open and there's not much to the character as far as like what the voice has to sound like. Yeah. I just picked somebody who's like, oh, I would kind of like to listen to her do voice work. So I went Lizzie Kaplan. Uh, sure. From, that, that's why I made my choice. It could have been so many You just people. wanted her to been, get the bag. Yeah. Give her some Give of that Netflix money. Yeah, that's it. Cut her check. I, I like Lizzie Kaplan. I think Kaplan. it's because Catch Me If You Can, but I also threw Amy Adams in here. I don't know. Yeah, Amy Adams. I mean, that, yeah, that she could, does the voice work in Princess. You could draw out of a hat for Alva. I think. This is my big argument. Unless you have a super distinct voice, I am surprised that animated movies pays anybody pays for the, the name. stars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, when have you gone to well, an animated like movie? a Rashida Jones, like that type of character where they're not really doing too much with it? I mean, if you yeah, get like, like a Jim Carrey who's like kind of putting some stuff on and and really putting his all into it yeah a kung fu panda if you will it's like yeah that's yeah. jack black but outside of that do you need anybody i don't not, think so. not at that no baffle, not at some of these characters it baffles me that they do it so much but i anyway. do it klaus and you do it at jesper i think yeah and so let's get it one. let's get into klaus Cameron. klaus throwing away john goodman jinx 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 mark he's second on my list and i knew i wanted him number one but i did um Rip Torn. He is Zeus from Hercules. Yeah, I'm fine with Rip Torn. I, I mean, I had Jeff Bridges down, but I do him all the time. So we I do just, him all the time. James Earl Jones is on there. Just some sort of booming low voice. I'll tell you a weird one. I kind of thought Gerard Butler. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. But again, this isn't very J.K. Simmons to start with. So if they add just a little bit of that low end or do like a little bit of effect, which I think they did to J.K. Simmons, it could have been... Yeah, it could have been Gerard. Would you do Gerard with an American accent or let him just roll? Because I think with an American accent, is, yeah, you can't do. I think you, just you roll. You can't do it with an roll. American accent because then it'd just be wooden and bad. We already have Nate Borgazzi at the ferry. We have Colin Quinn as the other mayor. You know, it's a confusing place of accents. <laughs> it's not Mr. Claus. It's Mr. Klaus. Like he, like let him. You know, let him experiment. Get Will Ferrell in there and let him be weird with accent. his accent. Like yeah. get it way wrong, but a hundred percent. Give it everything <laughs> he's got. I'll, I'll move it on to Jesper, and I'm gonna say it first in case you were thinking it. I did do David Spade, and yes, it was sure. because of. Um, Yep. Well, and that's John Goodman too, right? Yeah. I didn't. That's my. That's my uh, chalk. I thought yeah. it was David Spade. So John Goodman was my two, yeah. and David Spade was my two, just because I was like, yeah. I don't want to do that, even though that's. I looked over to right my wife. I'm like, nailed it. Um, don't. Need, I'll write it in pen. He's kind of like, I don't know. He gives off Jack McBrayer vibes to me. Okay. Heavy, heavy. I like where you come from, but I could see that working though. He's just kind of skinny and wily and just, I don't know, Jack McBrayer could be a goofy little skinny post. I say him a lot too, but I think this could be a Ryan Reynolds role. So I'm going to throw a wild card in here, but Daniel Tosh. Mm. Wild role. I mean, but that that could work, but I've never even heard that name. He had his animated show that didn't work, Brickleberry, but he could be be kind of catty. Well, he definitely could be catty. It's just, and, uh, and I don't think his voice is distinct enough that where you have to, I don't know, pay for Daniel Tosh. Someone said Will Ferrell earlier for another role, but like someone like that could just play sort of out of, out of character. Like this wouldn't really be a Will Ferrell role, but like a, like if it was just his voice, yeah, it would have been somehow fine. It I mean, Will Ferrell's done fine. so many people have done David Cross. I like Maybe. That. Somewhere in the he's Mogan's. He's Mogan's. I don't know. 
Yeah. Is he mo- yeah, he's moaning. Yeah, that would have been fun. Uh, let us know what you thought of our recasting this week, but we're going to move it on to Mount Rushmore. Top four. Top four. Mount Mount Rushmore, top four. This week, we're doing our favorite Santas. Uh, We're going to go Mark, Jordan, me this week. Mark, who's your favorite Santa Claus? I want to throw a wrench in this. Cameron, I want you to go first. I feel like you always... You always toss the ball to someone else, and okay. I want you to have first. I want you to have first go at this. <sighs> this is going to be an interesting the, choice for me because I feel I like. Want it, but and tell <clears> me, <throat> I, want, I wanted the first one. There's one. There's one that I want. Okay, I'm not. A, I'm going to get rid of my nostalgic one and save that for somebody else. I'm actually going to say, look wise, Richard Attenborough from Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. There is another one of the same movie, but that is. I think he plays the he, better. I'm he, it's a perfect. Interrupt. It's a perfect Santa. It's not my favorite. It's boring. But as far as it's not the best movie, no. but a depiction. But as far as depictions, it's he's not my favorite Santa. I, I, I wrote gone that movie else. off early. Do I need to give it another chance? You might be able to like no. it either more. either the original or the whatever Matilda one. He, Matilda there girl. are. I I think you'd be surprised how many versions of that movie is. I think there's three, possibly four. It start and, and you know what? They all stay the same. <laughs> it's pretty straight adaptation. I I know there's a th- real quick. Does anybody off the top of their head have the ori- the original one? So it's Richard Attenborough, I think, is the better pick here. But it's like a, it's like uh, Edmund Gwen is the original Chris Kringle from the original um, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Also, fine looking Santa, uh, good looking Santa. I took your spot. You can take it over. What do you got for your number one? That was a good number one. I'm gonna go Scott Calvin. I'm gonna go. Mm, yeah, that was Santa Claus, Tim Allen, Scott Calvin. That's what I was toying with. As far as like a nostalgia Christmas movie that hit perfect as a kid santa claus and tim allen santa claus was hilarious that 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 might be my actual number one as far as favorite um so you guys definitely took two of my stronger stronger opinions he becomes santa at the end he looks whatever they do with the beard and the and the it was good look it's a good look do you want to hear a hot take from that movie I absolutely love the way he looks um, as he enters the North Pole for the final run. But then they get his beard way too wispy and long. When it was a little fuller and tight, loved it. That actually pisses me off. The See, one I'm where- pretty sure if you go back and listen to our Santa Claus, I mentioned that a lot. <laughs> of Almost times. how he looks like when he's at the doctor and the and the yeah. doctor. Oh, yeah. like perfect! The, the you nailed it. Ding, 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 you ding, nailed ding, it. Ding, 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 okay. Ding. ding. So I'm I'm gonna can't disagree with either of those, and I'm glad somebody said Miracle on 34th Street it had because be, it's it's definitely on the list. It's on there. It's on it the, makes it's sense. On the Mount Rushmore. So I'm gonna say the number one Santa as depicted in media. It's Coca Cola Santa. That's not. And then a I'll movie, give you a movie yeah, version. Yeah, it is. It is just number one, and I think they created it. They did create it. <laughs> I don't hate the pick. I did not. That is stunning. I I. I kept thinking of it, and nobody nailed it more. I don't know if Norman Rockwell painted it, but it seems like he it did, and they like nailed it, yeah. Santa. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let Coca-Cola him go there. I'm not going to veto. Okay. I'm going to let him go All right, there. Thank you. Do you have a, I could have seen you guys getting at me. Do you have an honorable mention um, movie choice you'd like to start off with? Just because Cameron I want to this. throw... No, I mean, it's Coke works. It's not a movie. It's not so a movie. Santa looks like he's in commercial work, at least, if not. But uh, I've seen, any I've seen his work with the polar bears. This is just not even close. So, um, just for to show recognition to the movie, um, notable Santa's. I'm gonna go with Christmas Story. Ho, ho, That's good Santa. ho! Not based off looks, but just notable. But I wanted to. Uh, 
There, there's going to be a lot of goofy ones and honorable, honorable mentions. Excuse me. Um, yeah, in fact, are, a lot of mine are like unhonorable mentions. Ma- yeah, mine are more like mall Santas after this. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Well, the, what, speaking one, of mall Santas, say I just I just did the mall Santa. Tour. Oh, you just just go into the old Lindell Mall, make it twenty minutes in and out. Did you have like to take from, your kids kicking out uh, or leaving, kicking and screaming, or we had a good time. No, it was good. He was he was good. He didn't like love it, but he didn't freak out. Yeah, that's all yeah. you can. You know, he's for. sitting with a stranger. Easter Bunny's a little scarier. Yeah, that's oh, a giant rabbit. Uh, we haven't do, we haven't yeah, done an Easter rabbit. Bunny yet. Giant hair. Uh, just for a classic one, I do have to throw out Mickey Rooney. Santa Claus coming to town. Just voice work. Maybe not my favorite voice work, but oh, 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 that's the if, like the root with the, it's the stop motion. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that is that that's that's deserves the fourth if, spot. If if we were gonna do Santa origin stories, I was gonna take that one because yeah, that's, that's the, the yeah, that's the one story. I liked the most. Or saw the most. Um, just to throw a shout out to it because I do love the movie so much and it's their unique take on it. Um, Arthur Christmas, their Santa, and the depiction of the family. Bill Nye, the original Chris, original Santa. Is is he, as we know, a Chris Kringle, or is he like? Um, isn't he like a no, Archibald he's like Claus a, or something? He's yeah, like a yeah. brother. They're, they're like a Claus family, so it's he, not, he took it, same it's not the Scott real Collins. origin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we talked. So they're not the origin of Santa. It's just they're this version of Santa. Uh, we talked about Elf. That's Ed Asner playing Santa Claus in that one at the end. Uh, not, I think he looks yeah, good. Ed Asner works in there for you. Uh, one that didn't you wouldn't think, but Paul Giamatti and Fred Claus played Santa. What a fucking Don't shit love it movie. One bit, just <laughs> awful. <laughs> The weirdest part of that is the elves in there. Oh, the elves because they're real life. They're right, but they just like size them down. Well, they they, sup- they no. I think they superimpose faces on the little people. I believe it, and right. it looks like it's just it's just a hard miss. Hard miss. Uh, we also have Tom Hanks Polar Express. That movie did get panned, but it's not a terrible Santa Claus. It's just the eyes are dead, and some of the animation wasn't. <sighs> I I don't like. The um, expansion of any short into most of the time any short book mm-hmm. into a feature length movie. It's just you got to add too much. But aesthetically, I think that one just missed the mark by about ten years. Maybe it could have looked better. I would agree. It's just maybe. too early they on. Could in do the it again. I know they have the one, but like like a Leica. Try try give it, it again. Give it give five more years again. and they will. Five five to yeah, five will. to ten. Yeah, we'll get there. Some mall Santas uh, uh, that I want to mention, like uh, the one in Home Alone, where he's like. All right, make it, oh, make it quick. He gives him tic tacs. Make way. it quick, kid. I gotta. Yeah, uh, that guy's that, that guy's good. Um, him and in Jingle All the Way, the sort of the crook, crooked. Ah, uh, Jim Belushi. <laughs> Is that Jim Belushi? He's in Jim that Belushi. scene. Uh, I feel like we should mention featured in the Billy know. Bob Thornton, Bad Santa. Yep. We did talk about Bad it. Santa, that gets in sure. there. Oh, David Harbour, Violent Night, more recent uh, depiction of Santa. It yeah, was it was yep. fine. It was good. He did good. I have not watched it yet, but it, it is on my radar. Do it. Is it's that fine. A Netflix? Jack Skellington. Uh, I don't know if that's Netflix. Uh, Jack Skellington. Look, interesting. Jack I don't Skellington's know. Yeah. depiction of Santa. A few that I'm less familiar with. Lloyd Bridges in the nick of time, but I'm sure he'd make a. He's kind of thin. Isn't it crazy that out of all these movies, like Santa is such a, a small portion? And yeah, it's of, usually like, so a cameo at the end. Um, it's I'm almost like less actually is more, sh- though, right? With with yeah, 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 with yeah, like yeah, a yeah, horror you know, movie, you almost want to see less of of Chris. Yeah, don't look at the man behind the curtain. L- listen, I would not think that if you told me cast somebody as Santa, I would not think Kurt Russell. Yeah, um, but <laughs> that origin story or whatever the hell, what's that movie called? Christmas Chronicles. Kind of, I like that they just let him go full Russell. Like, fuck what you know about Santa. Go full Russell. 
So you like the Christmas Chronicles? Oh, I do. Yeah, and not at like I don't know if it gives me the Christmas feels, but I like Kurt Russell being weird Santa. I like him. Be, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about Christmas Chronicles. I feel like he's like ho, like his his is ho ho if he does it. I like it. I'm surprised it, it we have this many on our list because you know what I like in my Santa in movies is just maybe like the sound on the roof and yeah. then maybe just a couple a, a pair of boots scampering across the lawn or something. Mark doesn't want to your point, not be seen or see my Santa. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to be the whisper of a dead wife, you know, just that magic. <laughs> just the whatever. wind. You know, uh, it's a sneaky, important Santa, and I think about this when I think of movie Santas. It's the opening credits to Christmas Vacation. That guy gets some screen time, albeit animated. If I said the animated part? <laughs> yeah, that, that Santa's like big time in, in, in Christmas movies. I think about him. Uh, John Goodman, The Year Without Santa Claus. Not familiar with that, but I did recast him, so he has done it. Those are some good lists, uh, or, uh, some good good picks, though. Yeah, there's uh, this list actually goes on further than you think, so let us know some of your favorite movies, or your favorite Santas in movie or advertisements. Thanks for listening to our take on Klaus. If you like what you heard, make sure you like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app, rate and review. If you want more content, check out the entire Majestic Jam Network, Urban Hermit, I'm Not Crazy, and the Highwire Podcast. Until then, we'll check on the next one. Bye.